0: As it is every single week, today's episode of Lee Summit Town Hall is brought to the people of Lee Summit by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit.
1: Budget blinds.
0: Jason, we've talked about this before. I'm gonna say it again. Automation. It's the wave of the future. All
1: hail our robot shade overlords.
0: You know, and not only is it cool, automation cool. It might make even you cool, Jason. No, nothing can make either of us cool. <laughs> it can be cool stuff we do, but we will not be cool. But it's off also the safer choice for your children, for your pets, and and here's a little tidbit: October coming up, and in, in just a few weeks, four or six weeks, it is window covering safety month. There we go. So and it's here's time an opportunity. to think about being safe. Automate your shades.
1: Get rid of those darn strings. Make your life a little bit easier, a little bit safer, and a little bit more
0: secure. So, if you need some new window coverings for your house, head on out to Budget Blinds of Lee Summit, right in the heart of downtown. Tell them Jason Nick sent you. Yeah. Jason, it took a year off, but it's back. Chili Fest is oh, back. Oh, Chili Fest! I'm so
1: excited. I am. I am literally excited about this. Tell me a little bit about Chili Fest. Well, look,
0: well, first of all, the League to Lee Summit team, we're taking home some hardware. We are. We are. We in are. And we're going to win. This is an awesome community event and competition. And the other thing that we love is that it is benefiting some good people in town. It's benefiting Coldwater of Lee Summit. So if you love to eat chili, you love to make chili, you love to eat salsa or make salsa, eat wings or make wings this is the fest for you not only you can you can
1: come bring a team it's a great team building event for your company or your organization you can cook in two different styles of chili salsa and wings or if you're more the eating type and honestly looking at the both of us nick we are definitely included in the eating type but we're going to do a little cooking you can come you can buy yourself a spoon you go around all the booths sample all the good stuff that they're putting out for the competitions and have an off awesome opportunity if you want more in. Information. Where can we go? It's real simple. Get
0: on that computer device, that big box in your pocket, your phone. Head to bridgespace.us slash Chili Fest for more information, help out some people in town, and eat some good food.
2: We're teenagers, and it's a really interesting time right now because we're, for once, getting kind of our voices out there. We're doing walkouts, we're on social media, we're doing all these incredible things. And I think it's important to actually hear us talking, having conversations with each other, and just hearing what we kind of have to say because in a few years, we're adults. We're gonna be voting. We're going to be out in the world and we'll be the ones leading the way eventually. Hi, welcome to I Can Relate. Um, My name's Olivia, and we got Hudson. Hudson. (laughs) (laughs) Riley. Hey, y'all. And Mallory with us today. All right, today we're going to talk about mental health, the stigmas around it, just in general in our lives, kind of how it is present constantly. (laughs) Yes. So, um, why don't we start off like Hudson and then Riley, me, or Riley, Mallory, and me. Um, Let's talk like personally how mental health like what's happened in our lives
3: Ooh. um middle of the school year like I I'd gotten to in a lot of after school activities so I'd be getting home at six seven every night volleyball musical and then I would do homework and then I'd go to sleep and I'd repeat the cycle every single day so like at the end of every day my mental level was very drained so try i'm I'm gonna say try to like limit your after school activities because like i was super drained and um my mental stability was very low
2: being in a Mm constant routine is
4: tough yes yeah like Like, doing the same thing over and over every day
2: just gets like
4: Mm -hmm it's just, it makes you feel not good. It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. To know that nothing's
2: going to change. Right. That's why it's always so nice to have that fresh start of a new year.
3: Summer.
5: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. summer. Summer Summer you're never on a
2: schedule. You go to bed at 1am, wake up at 6 sometimes. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. It's the best.
5: Yeah. I feel like this goes back to our day in a life conversation because that was one of the big topics we kind of like hit in our little day in a life bingo card is after school activities because um what you do in your free time, and after school and before school really does affect your mental health mm-hmm. because that goes into sleep too. I feel like cuz when we don't have sleep and we're drained like I had um, I feel like my brain every time I went from school was like mush and then I still had to do yeah. homework and I'm like what is this? And then I'd run. Right. Um, yeah, and it's
2: hard cuz school starts at 7:30. Yeah, 7:25, 7:30 <laughs> and we get home at I on average, three, three, fifteen people who ride the bus, uh, you know. And we're getting to the age where we work mm-hmm. and we have homework and all that piles up. We don't get to bed until like 10 ish, maybe. Oh, uh, that's later. early. Like, but that's what they think, you know. I go to bed 12 on school nights and wake up yeah. at six. And yeah. doctors, pediatricians recommend eight hours minimum of sleep. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't no know one is yeah. getting and that. No one's
5: getting it. I know someone right. who gets thirty minutes of sleep and feels really happy that they got thirty minutes. So I'm that's
4: like, horrible. That's and they're, terrifying. They're, they're
5: living off of coffee right now, and I'm like hoping they've gotten plenty of sleep so far. But yeah, same. But yeah. it is so tough,
2: like to just find time
5: to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's what school's for. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now. Oh, is it? Did you? Um, is that
4: yours? Or did you have something else?
5: Or I guess um, there's a little bit of backstory to it. Is my whole, like, family, not my whole family, but, like, on my mom's side of the family and a little bit on my dad's, they've had, like, depression, anxiety issues, and stuff like that. And um, when you hear people talk about that, I feel like people say, it's all mental. Well, it's not entirely mental. Where actually. I mean, some of it is mental, actually. Um, I read this down somewhere. But um, there's... um, Oh, my gosh, I lost my train of thought. All right. Um, There's this thing called neuroplasticity. I think I said that right. But um, with the cliche of positive thinking or whatever, it actually fires neurons in your brain to reroute your thinking for positive thinking. talk about this all the time. (laughs) Yeah. um i think that people are like oh no you're stuck in your ways about that and that some of it is positive thinking but some of it's also just like you know they're just struggling and it doesn't help of how busy we are like you guys said there's so much um scheduling that you've got to fit in for people who work and then do like musical volleyball whatever Mm -hmm. so i feel like definitely that's a big Component when it comes to mental health, when we're talking about that, it's a chemical
2: reaction in your brain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, so that's what's frustrating when someone says, Oh,
5: you know, it's going to get better. You're just just thinking positive.
2: Yes, thinking positive helps with some people, that isn't enough.
5: But it Mm -hmm. is a literal chemical imbalance in your brain. Yeah.
2: It's not just a, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. It's literally,
4: it's way deeper than mm -hmm. that. Oh, um, I've had, like, my family, a lot of people in it have had, like, mental health, different things, um, but we don't talk about it, like, a lot, um, but eighth grade was really tough for me, I, with, like, depression, I guess, but then I was, I haven't really dealt with that since eighth grade, because I got help, and I got a lot better, and so now I'm doing good. Yeah. Um...
2: I'm trying to think. So, I've never had a long, super long drought of mental health issues. It comes and goes. But the beginning of freshman year, Mm -hmm. I really was struggling, not really feeling sad, but to like feel anything. Mm -hmm. Like, it was more like, I didn't care. Like, whatever. I'll go to school, do this, do that. I don't really care. No one else cares. Mm -hmm. And it's. A struggle because no one talks about that part of mental health. It's not feeling anything. It's always depression. It's always yeah. I feel sad all the time or I'm always up and down. It's weird when you don't know how you feel because it's like blank and it's hard. But luckily I overcame it with some help and I really want people to understand, like, and more people to talk about that. Because I, before I did research, (laughs) I was was in shock that, like, I'd never heard about not feeling anything. Mm -hmm. So, I really want people to know that you're not alone. Like, that Mm -hmm. just, I wish at the time, the first beginning months, I knew that. Because it would have been so much help to know I could talk to someone about this. There's other people to relate to. So... I feel like that's really, really important.
5: Um, I think going to that not feeling anything, I feel like that goes back to when people say, I mean, it, if you're a teenager and have not heard anybody say, I'm dead inside. Mm. Oh, my S- God. Seriously, if you have not heard that, get your head out of the rocks and wake up, people. <laughs> think a-
2: back. You've definitely heard it somewhere. but.
5: Yeah. People make comments like that all the, like, like uh, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. Oh, I'm go- I feel good. Oh, yeah. What do you want for Christmas? Oh, will to live. Like, yeah. what? I've heard that, but yeah. it's just, it, that goes back to not feeling anything because I feel like people say that and they don't realize the weight of what words have and it's just, like, people forget how much words take because, you know, you write it, your name's a word. You write down reports and stuff and that's just The whole whatever. sticks and stone thing is a lie. Yeah. Like, you know, d- you know, birds hurt. They yeah, do. they do. I
2: mean, it's not like you're getting punched in the face, but you're getting it. You're getting a beating. Punched in the yeah. heart, right there. Right. Um, oh, yes.
5: <laughs> Shot through the heart. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but I feel like that is something too, where people are like, "Well, I'm not depressed. I don't have any anxiety, so I'm not facing mental health." But if you don't deal with the fact that you feel like, well, not everybody's suicidal, and like. Mm-hmm. The, Because when we're learning about that in school, they're like, oh, if you have these symptoms, well, sometimes it's not like a disease where I can go get cured at the doctor. It's like something where I feel like people are concerned about that, where they're like the stigma about it, around it. Like, oh, man, I don't have all of these symptoms. I don't have depression. But, you know, you don't have to have depression to have mental health issues. You don't have to have anxiety all the time to have mental health issues. I am a very high anxiety person. I have OCD, and it's not something I advertise all the time. And some people are like, oh, really? You don't seem like you have mental health issues. Because But that seem- doesn't mean that it's not clear. Yeah, exactly. Just because some people are better at hiding it than others. I feel like that is something, too, where... Which
2: is sad that people
5: hide it. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially in Lee Summit, I feel like people feel like they get... Not even if it's just by their parents or teachers or just – least someone in general gives you a rep where you feel like you have to be ready for the next step, ready for, mm-hmm. like, perfect all the time. And if, yo, if I'm facing something um, that it's not great and that people don't realize it's okay to not be okay is kind of going right. back to what we're saying. Yeah. But it's okay to ask for help when you're facing these kind of issues about it. Like, um, even if you don't go to a therapist, talk to a friend. And, I mean – sometimes that's the best thing for you but don't overload your friend if you feel like you're facing those really severe stuff right because that can be overloading to them too but uh that's a whole different kind of that's the thing it's like nothing really talked about in mental health um like that's where the drugs and alcohol kind of go into it too i feel like um sorry i feel like i'm talking a lot but i'll kind of wrap up this thought but I went to the what was it the the summit tech thing earlier like the end of the school year where um they had their kind of youth advisory board speak up about it I forget it was where like it was, yeah it was like where they had the college thing too and I forget what that was called but somebody out there knows what I'm talking about um <laughs> if not I'm sorry but I cannot think of the name right now but When they went, they're like, okay, adults, teachers, and even a few students were there because I'm part of a different youth advisory board, so I'm like, yeah, let's see where we're kind of crossing paths and stuff like that. But what I noticed is all of the students, not one of them, like, they were talking about diversity issues and, like, um, how teachers don't get paid enough, but none of them brought up the fact that people are vaping like crazy in our school and that people are depressed. And I'm like, guys, that's, like, one of the biggest issues, and I feel like people are trying to hide the fact because, you know, it's not okay, I feel like. And I'm not trashing them. You guys are doing great work. But that is something that needs to be considered is they didn't bring that up once. Mm -hmm. I never heard – I heard the word vape once, and mental health got brought up for, like, 15 seconds. And – That is an issue I feel like that I'm glad we're addressing today because I feel like it's not addressed enough, especially in Lee Summit schools or not even Lee Summit, but just like Kansas City area. So, yeah.
4: I think whenever like we talk about mental health, it can get really like uncomfortable, but I feel like if it's uncomfortable, that means it needs to be talked about more. Yeah, And just, like, the fact that if you're talking about it with somebody and you are feeling, like, ashamed or, like, anything like that, that just means it needs to be brought up more and it needs to be, like, more accepted to talk about, I guess, because that will help, like, a lot of people. Because I remember I did not want to mention it to anybody because I was so embarrassed that I, like, just hid it for a really long time and that just, like, made it worse and then. You know, I got better and everything, but it would have been easier for me to, like, get better quicker if I would have, like, not been embarrassed to talk about it. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, and I think people don't understand how many people our age have mental, I think it was 20%
5: of all teens. I thought it was, like, two out of three have some mental health issue, like, not necessarily depression or anything, but,
2: like... 20% have... Depression or anxiety issues severely. Twenty mm-hmm. percent, and mm-hmm. then two out of three say that they suffer from some like anxiety, depression, yeah. or another like mental like health issue, which is crazy to think about because there's literally four of us in this room. Like three of us.
5: Yeah. Uh, if the statistic adds up, that means at least three of us have some sort of issue or another, and I'm not like. <laughs> But mm-hmm.
2: that's crazy to think about that. we're walking around school, and we know people, right? Mm-hmm. but I can walk past a girl who I know tried to enter life, mm-hmm. and the person next to me doesn't know that.. Mm-hmm. You really honestly just don't know what's happening in other people's lives, and that's sad, scary, sometimes good. Mm-hmm. Not everyone wants their stuff to be out in public, but right like. I just wish everyone would talk more about the fact that it's an issue. I think it's really an issue how many of us are suffering and just are suffering in
5: silence. Right. I feel so. like that goes back to the thing about emotion and how people feel like they don't feel anything. And I feel um there's not a huge source. Like I don't think I could point anything like at one specific reason why we're all like not feeling anything. But um what I think too is when we actually give each other going back to that technology conversation is actually if we give each other a chance the cool thing about people is that we all have the guts to be vulnerable with one of each other and to walk through like pain and mental health issues together and that's we got people so we'll, I don't I don't know what I was going to say with that but if we have the strength to do that, just people don't give themselves the opportunity to feel things. And I feel like that goes back to like, to stop saying you're weak if you don't face up to stuff because you know, sometimes you need to step back, look at things, go, oh, that's, I know my brother, Um, kind of like an analogy. He knew he couldn't see when he was in kindergarten and he did not get glasses until second grade, but that's because he memorized the wall of like the the letters that they read so because he didn't want to wear glasses because he thought that'd make him look weird and so kind of like that where we all kind of memorize the wall of what we're supposed to say what we're supposed to feel but it's okay to say hey you know i need glasses or whatever whatever that like i need help kind of like glasses help and sometimes people need to just rely on another person as their glasses kind of i don't know if that worked but
2: that was an amazing analogy Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it makes complete
3: sense okay well um there are i'm gonna kind of segue into another topic or not but causes of anxiety and mental issues um i i had a lot of trouble with thinking i was kind of body image i'm gonna say Mm -hmm. I, um, <laughs> we all had yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. get that one. So, like, I, I, it was, it was a problem because I didn't eat. I decided, yo, maybe lo- losing weight might be the, uh, it would be best to lose weight by not eating. So, I just didn't eat much. So, like, and that was not good. Like, I mean, today I'm much better. I had a Pop Tart and brownies this morning. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> breakfast. But, yes. like, there's, it. People think that, you know, body image is everything, and it's really not. You know, it's what's inside of you, which really matters.
4: Mhm. Yeah. But yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> like eating disorders in general are like so left out of the conversation I feel like because whenever you think of like mental health you always like immediately go to depression anxiety anxiety. and depression and I feel like eating disorders never get talked about and like the body image never really kind of gets thrown in there so I think that especially needs to be like spoken about a lot more yeah because all that we hear about eating disorders like it's they're bad anorexia
2: Mm -hmm. i always hear anorexia but Mm -hmm. you don't talk about purging bulimia yeah yeah which are all serious yeah it's very very fatal it is Mm -hmm. and um also the media like pushing dietary pills and corsets to get your waist tiny Mm -hmm. all these things just making everyone feel terrible right because yeah. they can't afford it. They're
5: ashamed to get them. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. I mean like Instagram and social media, you can't escape that. Because when no. you're just scrolling through, all you're seeing is people's perfect pictures. Because who's yeah. going to go on social media and be like ugh my life is terrible here's me looking like trash right. nobody does it's, that no we have FaceTune yeah. and
2: filters
4: yeah what everybody always says is like Instagram is like the highlight reel of your life like yeah. it's, no, it's no way like your real life everybody puts up like, like you it, don't it, it see the lows on nobody? social media
5: I wonder how like how do you guys think our society would change if somebody went on social media and you're like you know what I'm wearing sweatpants today. I look like trash. I feel miserable today. I'm throwing up. I'm sick. But this is me. This is the real me. I'm right here. I, do you think that would change something? Or do you think they just get hate because we're not used to that kind of thing?
2: Definitely both, I think. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's definitely people, like, uh, kind of celebrity-wise who do that. Mm-hmm. And who are like, I'm famous. I don't care what you think. I love myself. Mm-hmm. And they'll post whatever they want.
4: Um, but... Like teenagers, but teenagers would if, never.
2: Yeah, if I posted a picture in what I wore last night to sleep, probably. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, people would be like, um, what's... What is going what on? What is going on? Like, you just posted pictures of your concert at Khalid whenever you were in a nice outfit. What are you doing now? Yeah. You know? And I would do it, honestly. Because <laughs> I don't care. But it's rough knowing... I would be scared of what people would say.
5: Mhm.
2: Yeah.
4: And I hate talking about like like off of social media. I hate how everybody is worried about followers, likes, oh and all that stuff. Like that adds on to like already feeling horrible about the way that you like look, then adding on like the amount of followers or likes or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just so stupid. Yeah. And I hate it.
5: What's it gonna do you in the long run? Exactly. Yay. You got a like on a picture that you posted of your perfect life, but you know what? Everybody just scrolls through and likes anymore that it doesn't really matter. Mhm. It do, like people think it gives your life more purpose if you have more
2: followers. I just don't get it. No. And that can really wear down on a person who like, just I don't know. I, social media just is interesting.
4: Mm-hmm. I saw this thing that Instagram was gonna like stop showing the number of likes to like everybody else other than the person that posted it and i think that'd be really Amazing. beneficial yeah.
2: the only thing i like liking is the world's the world m- record egg post egg. like yeah. like <laughs> stuff like that is funny you're yeah. trying to do
4: a world record alexi i saw that <gasps> i gave Seriously? it a like i gave it a like I because it a like he needs to beat the egg he needs to beat the egg he does he deserves
5: it stranger things 3 shout out but um finish it sorry (laughs) cherry slurpees that's you know we need to spread that out (laughs) (laughs) um and now i forgot what i was gonna say about social media something sorry i really had to just (laughs) you know the egg got me off track somebody (laughs) was texting me about that egg sending like a filter of them with an egg head I'm like why but something that you said earlier
4: actually you said like something along the lines of people think it's can think it's like weak to own up to like you feeling like anxiety or depression or whatever Mm -hmm. but that's one of like the hardest things that you can do is like own up and being like yeah I struggle with this and so don't like feel, like you're so strong. If you can do that, yeah, so. you're brave. Yeah, yeah.
0: Today's episode of Lee Summit Town Hall has been brought to the people by firststepforhelp.com. dot com. First
1: Step For Help is a free service to meet the behavioral health needs of this community. We focus on the state of Missouri, but they extend their reach across state lines to include the entire metropolitan area. They're highly trained, master's level clinicians, accept and handle calls from anyone who needs help. Multilingual, always confidential, these conversations are. FirstStepForHelp.com is the 24 hour mental health crisis helpline operated by ComCare, which is a not for profit behavioral health management organization that works in collaboration with community behavioral health centers and other providers to continually improve access to affordable, high-quality, and effective behavioral health services.
0: Their vision is a community where people are efficiently and effectively connected with high-quality behavioral health services, supporting wellness and productivity of all. You can visit ComCare at ComCare1.org or FirstStepForHelp.com. And, Jason, just one last thing. Look, this is for not only people who are in crisis themselves or thinking thinking they need help, but if you've got a friend or a loved one you think is is in need of help, hit this website. They can help you out. It's firststepforhelp.com.
2: At school with your friends. So have you ever been in a situation where... You know that a friend needs help, but you don't know what to do.
5: Um, I don't know, because that's something where, like, I'm really bad about fessing up to my emotions sometimes. Like, I feel stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, my mom's like, how are you feeling today? I'm like, hungry. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't really like to talk about my emotions. I try to be, like, happy all the time. That's just because I feel like I'm surrounded by so many people who are down in the dumps all the time that I I can't feel down with them. Otherwise, I'm like dragged into that kind of... um, That mindset. That mindset, yeah. And so usually I'm the one where people are like, hey, this is going on my life. What should I do? And I feel like people forget that we're the same age sometimes. I get it. I'm tall. But that (laughs) doesn't make me super wise either. I mean... I feel like sometimes I get told I'm more mature than my age group and I'm like thanks but I'm still a kid too so I can't know everything mm-hmm, I mean yeah. sometimes you'll say a word I will be like um I'm gonna go look that up on urban <laughs> dictionary <laughs> um so yeah I don't like that's where a lot of people are stuck into. You're either the friend that's not always down in the dumps, but the one that needs help, and then there's always that person who's like gives the help but doesn't get help for themselves. And I feel like that's the kind of two categories mm-hmm. that need addressed when talking about mental health because it's real easy to talk about the person who's in who needs the help and needs the therapy for the depression, the bipolar, the eating disorder, but no one mm-hmm. really likes to talk about the person who helps the other people but doesn't mm-hmm. get help for themselves. And I know that's probably the lesser, that's probably the minority in that kind of department. But, but it's still there. It's yeah. still there yeah. enough where it needs kind of addressed. like
2: You need to like put yourself first, but you need to be able to help other people too. But if like you know that what this person is telling you is going to have an effect on you, or if helping them is going to affect you negatively, help
4: them get help. Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like like that's
4: yeah. um, Sorry, go ahead. Okay, I feel like that's kind of what happened to me because whenever I was feeling not so good, like a couple years ago, I'd always be like talking to my friends, like, "What's going on in your life?" So I could focus on like that instead of what I needed to do for myself because I didn't want to like.
5: I did the same thing kind of like in eighth grade. I was so focused on helping my friends through their issues. Like my best friend had gotten a boyfriend, and I'm like. You, you go, girl. Like, um, <laughs> I talked to my other friend who's like, I never get enough sleep. I'm like, oh, you need to get some sleep. But I had actually so focused on their like relationships and what's going on in their lives. I like finally told my mom I was getting like picked on and stuff. She's like, yeah, you're getting bullied. I'm like, what? Seriously? I just thought they were like playing around. And then I went to counsel. I'm like, yeah, no, you've been bullied for like months. I was like, oh my gosh. I was so focused on what everyone else was doing and I didn't even realize like I mean I knew people were being mean I'd actually gotten shoved into a locker no joke but um I didn't take the time to realize what was wrong with myself and like what was going on in my life like that like I would get name called or stuff and I'm like oh they're just playing around and then when I talked to a counselor I actually broke down and I was like I didn't even realize that I was getting bullied for that long and I mean, it bugged me, but I didn't really take the time to, like, process that it was bugging me, and, like, goes back to not feeling anything, and it, I feel like that person who does help does have issues, and I feel like whoever is helping, they're helping forgets that sometimes, that they're people and they feel stuff too, and that we can't all be um, therapists kind of role for people. Sometimes you can, like, help people like that, but... They aren't therapists where they can just hide all their emotion like that. They, they can pull from their experiences and stuff to help other people, and that's what I feel like life is about, pulling from your own mistakes and life experiences to help others. But it's something we forget about, too, is that we can't be therapists of just cold face. I'm not saying therapists are cold. No offense, Carrie, but but uh, <laughs> I'm they're not cold. They're there to help you, and if you need help, go talk to somebody like a therapist type capacity if you're comfortable with that because that's a mm-hmm. strength in yourself but that's something too when you're talking about whoever needs the help is that forgetting about that too yeah but would you like to add anything on to that i feel like we've been talking a lot that. but yeah. there's a, a nice to get a guy perspective yeah. on the issue because yeah. that's something in itself yeah. too is guys don't talk about their feelings so no, I said they it. don't true actually
3: yeah. mm-hmm. um well for me personally I'm usually, I have, I, I'm i mostly friends with girls, and that's, that's fine. That's We're great sometimes. Yeah, yeah it, we most of the time they're easier. most of the time. Insane. But um, I'm usually the go-to guy when they need to talk about something, get something off their mind, and that's great and all, but, you know, sometimes you feel like you're always the one listening, you know, mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. the one like, hey, I'm over here, I'm, my feelings count too. But, so, that's just, that's just for me, but I figured that out, I started talking about my feelings, and that's how I started fixing my eating problems, I started figuring it out, and that's good. Mm -hmm. So, it's best just to talk to someone, if you really need to, if you're feeling like you are getting forgotten, almost, just... Find someone to talk to, and it helps a lot.
5: Mm -hmm. This is kind of random-ish, but um, there's this GIF that I've seen, and it says, I'm a mess, but I'm fine. And I feel like with mental health, that's kind of what it become, where it used to be like, have you seen those old older tv shows where they're like if you're dealing with someone go to a person like that and now it's like i've been to disney channel and they're like oh i just eat you up well if i ate and i'm like i feel like i've seen that on a disney show i forget which one it was but um that's kind of where I feel like your generation is at. We're all like, "I'm a mess, but I'm fine," and it's okay to not be fine in that regard. It's an unhealthy setting to grow up in. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can be a mess. I'm a hot mess. Like, I got <laughs> yeah. out of bed at eleven a.m. and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, what am I doing today?" And I had to like this whole toboggle, but um, you know, sometimes you just gotta look at yourself in the mirror and say. I'm a beautiful, hot mess, or handsome, whatever you prefer. Sorry, but, um, and just say, you know what, whatever comes, I'm going to deal with it, but that's not always the case either.
2: I think another thing is, that's tough, is self-acceptance. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, yeah, body image. We all, we all know that. We're teenagers, we're weird, growing, we're growing. Yeah. We're all beautiful still. Handsome. (laughs) And... We just, I think some people forget, like, people hate their personalities or yeah. hate the things they do or think that they're weird because they like doing certain things. And that's so saddening to me because I'm weird sometimes. <laughs> Mallory's laughing. So. We all are. We're all, weird. all it's, I don't even like using the word weird. If I you're like,
5: not weird, you are quirky. weird, so. Yeah. really. <laughs> quirky.
2: Know, it all, this all sounds cliche, Special. but cliche things are only cliche because... Right. They're, they're right, and so many people have said it before, but um, being weird is okay, and I wish people would understand that, Yeah. and just being yourself, like, LGBTQ kids, 65% of kids under the age of, I think of 16, not even 18, who identify as LGBTQ experience mental disorders more, mm-hmm. like, because it's so much harder to accept who you are. Right. Because you have some people who really are supportive and are, like, be yourself. But you also have maybe some people who you look up to or you don't want to let down. Yeah. And it's hard to accept that. Mm-hmm. But I really hope that in the future, you know, it's gonna it would be okay. Like, yeah. you know, you could be 16 and be like, oh, yeah, I'm gay. And your friends would be like, okay, okay. cool.
4: Yeah. All right, What well,
2: what about it? <laughs> yeah. And I feel like once we get over barriers like that, because that's just the same thing to me. Like, if someone was like, I'm diagnosed with depression. Yeah. Stigmas around everything. You know what I mean? Right. It's not saying that being gay and depressed are the same thing. That's (laughs) not what I'm trying to say. It's just that saying how you feel or being who you are, there shouldn't be any, like, negative like, side effect, like, negative mm. backlash to that. Right. It should just be socially accepted and just be okay. Right.
5: I hate to be, like, the negative nanny, but I feel like in that regard, everyone's gonna disagree on it, but I feel like you can still disagree, but still support them at the same time. Like, pineapple on pizza. There are plenty of people who <laughs> can hate on that. I like pineapple on pizza. Don't at me, but, or sue me, or whatever, but, um... like in that you can say you know what i like pineapple and pizza you don't i'm not gonna start hating you for it i know that's not the same thing but you can still support someone and not agree with them on that like it's their opinions i feel like especially now when everybody's got to say everything they feel and all their opinions on whatever pineapple and pizza whatever I can't think of anything else right now I'm hungry but I have popcorn so it's fine (laughs) um but we can agree or disagree but still support one another I feel like because you don't always have to drag somebody down if you disagree and I feel like if you disagree everyone thinks negatively about that you don't have to think negative when it comes to issues like that even if it's like um you're still two paths leading to the same place so if you both disagree on one issue over i don't know i can't metaphor right now <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but
2: yeah
5: i don't know <laughs> I have to trying
2: just to look make, out the window to <laughs> make eye contact
3: it. Um, yeah i totally agree with that um i i have some friends that are in the lgbt community and i'm totally fine with that just go do your own thing you know i'm not Gonna stop you or like be the one to be like
2: pass on judgment. Yeah, yeah.
3: I'm just gonna. It's it's like there. People are people. Right. We like people, and that's fine, you know. <laughs> so yeah,
2: I get that. Like I you agree. know, there no one's hurting anyone. Mm-hmm. That's one of the, I grew up in a household where it was. Accepted. My parents were always mm-hmm. like, oh, these people. Because my parents had friends who were lesbian or gay. Mm-hmm. And i had always grown up around it. I never thought twice of it. Mm-hmm. And then I got into middle school and someone said something negative about gay marriage being legalized the mm-hmm. year before. And I went, I never even thought about that. Which is so crazy. Because we do, we live in Missouri. <laughs> it's like, you have, yeah. you have crazy, like different opinions
4: Mm -hmm. and Mm. so
2: it's interesting whenever I got into middle school being around people who didn't find it socially acceptable Mm -hmm. and I just never given it a second thought yeah and then I got sad about it so I was like that's kind of sad that people don't like my friends my parents friends yeah like what (laughs) yeah but yeah I remember in middle school that was a time when a lot of people were finding out who they were Mm. and I know a lot of people who came out at the time, and I knew them before, before they came out to me, and they were so sad, Mm -hmm. because they they didn't want to talk about it, and it was just really upsetting to see them sad, because I couldn't do anything, I was like, what's wrong? They're like, well, I don't want to talk
4: about it. Right. And that's, that's the worst. That's the, like, that's really hard whenever you feel like you have something that you want to talk about, but you feel like you can't, and then that's really feeling, you feel really alone. Yeah. Yeah, that's the worst.
5: Yeah. That's I think too people forget to listen to one one another. And this is going to sound cheesy, but if you put both of your ears together, that makes a heart shape and your ear actually leads to your heart. So listening to people actually leads to your heart. So I feel like that's kind of cheesy, but hmm. it's something to that think was scientific. about. Scientific, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um It's cheesy, but if you remember to listen to people, you actually impact them more than you think. I'm a romantic, sue me, but um, I like rom-coms, whatever. Same. I do, too. That's fun.
2: No, that's, like, a really good... It's a two-way street. It's just, like, how people say in a relationship, you you give and you take, it's a two, you know. Yeah. It should be like that when you're talking to other people, Mm because... I've had friends, you know, we both had issues and we talked it out. But sometimes I felt like I was talking too much and they just didn't talk back to me as much as they wanted to.
5: Like the one-way-sided conversation.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that made me upset and I took a step back and I was like, talk about you. What can I do? And that helped that person. And that made me really happy because... Yeah, I was glad I was getting it out. What was going on with me, but I never wanted to look across again and see that they were upset too.
5: Mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of cool, like stuff like that is actually being addressed on TV nowadays. Like, yeah, I actually saw a situation that happened just like that on TV, where they thought the person they'd actually come out to like their sister or something, um, and she she was upset about it, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, did I upset you that I am?" lesbian and she's like no I'm not upset about that I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't figure it out sooner because I didn't take the time to actually listen to you and you know it was always about me and I'm so sorry I didn't make it feel like I you could come out to me and deal with that issue and we're gonna tackle it together I felt like that was kind of cool for even like teens it was um a CW show so I mean of course it's gonna be kind of (laughs) cheesy but um It was kind of cool to see that even though she was worried that she wasn't going to get accepted, she really just was like, yeah, it's fine, but I'm more sad that I didn't figure it out because I didn't take the time to listen to you. I feel like that was kind of cool, and that's what it reminded me of a little bit, is that we can see that situations like that with mental health, even on TV. Mm -hmm. There's more representation. Yeah, even of just issues of, like anger, or depression or whatever. Like it may not be like a whole um character point like it could be with actual people, but they do like a little arc or something where they deal with stuff that we face and even yeah. if they're like superheroes or something like that, like I watch The Flash and Supergirl, so mm. they they tackle those issues like that and I find it cool because people look up to superheroes or like famous people and when they're like supporting that kind of issues like that, it's like, "Oh, wow." kind of puts you down to a more human level because at the end of the day we all are just people and that's just characters that we can admire for all their cool abilities and stuff but at the end of the day they kind of share the same belief system as you or like maybe not identical but enough where you can respect them for it and then relate to that yeah
2: I feel like it's harder to do it for
5: disney you know because
2: it's yeah. how do you talk about anorexia like mm. to little children have you it's, seen mm-hmm. andy mack yeah i
4: mm-hmm. freaking love
2: that show just because of how open yeah they're open honest they're tackling stigmas mm-hmm. it's amazing yeah but like whenever i was a kid i wish i had that yeah like, i grew up watching good luck charlie did oh. kind of that was, oh yeah good luck charlie that's favorite show But iCarly, like, you know, they didn't address anything. It was a silly show.
5: Hannah Montana did the same thing, but yeah. Yeah, like,
2: it's just hard, you know, it's hard to embed it in someone at a young age to, like, give them self-confidence, kind of. Yeah. Luckily, my family did really hone on me. They're like, no, you're beautiful, stop it. Like, and just allowed me to be self-accepting and accepting of other people and loving no matter what yeah and so I'm thankful for that but I know that not everyone comes from that yeah and so that's why you know you can't teach an old dog new tricks kind of but it's really easy nowadays to do research and realize and you know it's just I don't know technology's amazing I'm sorry but it sucks but we have New TV shows, tackling things, that makes me happy because my cousins are going to grow up watching those. Mm-hmm. They're 2, 3, and 5. So. Oh, I was too far away. <laughs> <laughs> but they're 2, 3, and 5, and they're going to be getting more of an education than me. And I'm disappointed I didn't get that. Yeah. But knowing that they're going to benefit from this is really
5: just makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, too, that's part of advancing forward is change. And if we don't change what's wrong, then there's not a point in advancing at all. Like, kind of like the iPhone. If if we go back to, like, the iPhone 5 to compared to the iPhone X, there's so much more and different things you can do on that. But that's because they take the time to learn it and adjust and change. And I feel like that's kind of what's going on right now. And it's hard to see because it makes us feel old, like, seeing Toy Story 4. And I'm like, oh, man, I saw the Toy <laughs> Story had- 2. Or, um all those new movies or whatever but um it's kind of part of advancing as a society it's just change like that and teaching your five three and two year old sibling i mean what we got taught is the abc's on sesame street or whatever but Mm -hmm. now they're getting taught like the same thing and more kind of yeah yeah and that's the only way we can really advance is if we teach more and it's sad for us because you know (laughs) We get missed out on stuff, but if you go back to like the 50s or whatever and they were like, women are just slaves, kind of, then no offense, Hudson. Yeah. Don't <laughs> <that>? <laughs> offend the minority here. But um, that if you have that issue that you can't talk about, like even mental health 50 years ago is way different than the issues right. now because then they were just, you know, serve dinner, clean up. And that is, if you look back on that, I'm sure people then would be like, "Oh my gosh, I paid good money. I pay my dime or whatever it costs to get a house. I don't know. I need to look that up." But um, yeah, it, just to be open about what they were feeling, like we can do now.
2: I feel like that's kind of we're constantly advancing. Um, I don't even think it's been a hundred years since women have had the right to vote. It, it?
4: like was just the hundredth year yeah. anniversary. Like, yeah. has it? It was Googling, um,
2: 19... but that's insane because now we have women running for president, right? Yeah, Hillary within Clinton. that time frame, yeah. So I
5: think it, yeah, I think it was, just it was years. Um, 1972. Oh no, no no, Equal Rights Amendment, women's. Oh, sorry, wait. it's 1923. That's what I thought. So, yeah, it's so, it's a less,
2: than, so less than hundred years ago, we weren't allowed to vote. Yeah, well, we still can't. We still can't vote. We're not 18. But right? that's, that's probably the for the better. The next
5: voters also ate Tide Pods, so. Oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> I do not want to think
2: about that. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to the future because just since I've been, like, six years old, so much has already changed, and I feel like there's been a lot of stigma stigmas that have been tackled, and everyone has been a little bit more open and honest. Mm-hmm. I don't, not always, but... A little bit more and that it gives me hope that if I ever have kids not saying I will but mm-hmm. if I ever have kids that they'll be able to grow up knowing that it's okay to say that you're having an issue mm-hmm. it's okay to talk about it and so that does again make me really happy
5: yeah I feel like that also puts on the pressure on us that I know we talked about in the day in the life is that we are partially responsible for that change because if we don't do it nobody's gonna do it and I know yeah um i actually saw a shirt for like a five-year-old boy was wearing it and it said future voter of america and i'm like that's cute yeah it was super cute but <laughs> um it that made me more realize the fact that yes um there are some stupid people voting right now no offense people but um you're great um most of the time mm-hmm. but if we don't change anything nothing's gonna change and i know that is a big pressure put on us by like famous people like why didn't you do anything or (laughs) but maybe it's because the same things weren't available to them at the time like 20 years ago there was not social media where they could just be like hashtag black lives matter or like all the rainbows or whatever um and some of the things were considered crazy yeah
2: like in the 70s whenever people were pushing for gay rights like Oh, you had to be crazy to support that. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, it's like kind of, eh,
5: okay. Yeah. You know, like, like even with technology, the same amount of technology in our phone was the enough to make the first um, spaceship flight to the moon, which is crazy because um, we don't think about that. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I just text my friends good morning, but uh, 80 years ago, you had to get a wired cord from your car or whatever and be like, hey, like if you see that on Stranger Things, yeah, like, oh my gosh, thumb. that's so old, but, um...
3: I was actually just about to say something about Stranger Things, but I stopped myself before spoilers came out. If okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. I do have, like, one more thing to add. Yes. And it's, um, compliments. Honestly, I have this relationship with one of my better friends, and we'll just have, like, a daily pick-me-up, and... Aww. They will text me, and they'll be like, hey, guess what? What? I love and appreciate you. And then, like, thank you. That's so sweet. (laughs) That's so cute. And I don't know. That that really Mm -hmm. helps a lot. Like, I would go through the day feeling very appreciated, you know? It feels good to know that you are loved, and everyone is. Like, you're loved. Mm -hmm. You are loved. You are. So maybe get something going with that with one of your friends. It's great, you know. Yeah. So, yeah.
4: Um, okay, what we talked about this episode, Um. the stigma around mental health and we how we need to talk about it more and just need to be more open and accepting. Whenever people are coming to you with issues, make sure you listen, and also you can go to them and they'll listen and just be supportive and
0: yeah i want to take a moment to talk a little bit about one of our partner podcasts on the fredcast network it is the shred podcast shred has been a sponsor of this program for a while and they have a pretty special show of their own that they're working on jason this is all about Living a healthy lifestyle, hosted by Ryan Waters, owner of the Shred Gym here in Lee Summit and Aaron Simpson, who is also a gym owner
1: himself. Yep. Recent episodes are talks about supplements, uh, celebrating success stories. They did a mailbag, so they took questions and got that and they really did harp on the importance of a healthy routine, which is something I think both you and I, Nick, could probably use a little work on.
0: It's true. And, and you know, sometimes the host, Ryan Waters, he gets a little preachy. He likes to make sure that people are doing their workouts correctly. So if you want to know how you're supposed to be lifting weights, the form, this is the one to listen to so bend at the back none of the knees right? right Right. okay absolutely correct Looks yes, nailed look, it he is large and uh-huh. very very muscular he i know might hurt you he's also far away from me he's from also myself. far away from me right now so if you are ready to make that change and ready to live a more healthy lifestyle check out the shred podcast on any of your favorite podcast apps